Welcome to the resource room. I'm Amanda, the blogger and TPTer behind the Primary Gal. As a special education teacher, you are always supporting others, students, parents, general education teachers. But who is supporting you? That's where this podcast comes in. It's my mission to give you the help and support that you need. I'll be sharing my tips, tricks, research-based strategies, and professional development. I'm here to help you grow and learn as a resource room teacher. Are you ready? Let's dive in. Well, hello, hello, and welcome back to the Resource Room Podcast, where today we will be talking about reading comprehension goals. And before we dive in really deep here, I just want to be honest and say that comprehension goals are really overwhelming. Okay, so I'm going to share a crappy goal. I'm going to share an improved goal, but I want you to know that there are like so many other versions of this improved goal that you would need to be tweaking or be working on. And I have an old episode that I will link to where I kind of have some questions that you could ask yourself. Will they do it at, you know, this instructional, at their instructional level, their independent level, you know, all those kinds of things. So let's first start with a crappy goal. All right. Aubrey will read and understand a passage and answer multiple choice questions. So think about what do you like? What do you dislike? I'll read it again. Aubrey will read and understand a passage and answer multiple choice questions. Goodness, I have so many issues. Okay, so let's first start with the multiple choice questions chunk of that. A lot of times I really like that because it tells me, you know, are they answering a question, you know, that's open-ended, is it multiple choice? Okay, this tells me it's multiple choice. But I want to dive a little bit deeper into that. There are lots of types of multiple choice questions. We can have multiple choice questions over vocabulary words. We can have multiple choice questions that are basic recall. We can have multiple choice questions that are about making inferences, uh, finding the main idea, you know, lots of different things. So I personally think good for saying multiple choice questions, but I do need a little more information. I need to know what kind of multiple choice questions. Are they things that can be found right in the text? All they have to do is go back and it's right there. Or are they going to have to draw a conclusion, um, synthesize some information, that kind of thing? Because those are very different kinds of questions. I also think then we need to be talking about what kind of passage that student is going to be reading. For example, let's say this is one of my fourth grade students this year. And are these questions coming from the fourth grade reading story of the week? Are they coming from a center that they do in class by themselves, but the passage is still a fourth grade level passage? Is it something that we're working on together in a small group so it's more at their instructional level where some of the words could be a little more challenging, but you've worked on it together, you've read it, you've talked about it, there's an adult present to help? Or is it their library book that they get from the library that week where it should be at their independent level? All of those things are going to factor in the questions that they're answering. Um, I, in my current school and even my previous school, we stopped using AR, but that's what it reminds me of. Is it like how many AR tests can you pass? 
Can you answer these comprehension questions over the easiest books ever or the hardest ones? You know, such a range where those would have five or 10 questions. Those would be great for progress monitoring, but we have to know the level. We also don't even know what type of questions some of those would be. So with this, we need to know what reading level or what, um, what setting will they be reading this in? So are they going to have to read it all on their own? Could it be after you've read it three times in the group? Is it on Friday after you've read the story all week? You know, there are many factors there. And that's why I think writing reading comprehension goals can get so complex is because it's not one size fits all. It is that there are lots of different complexities and some students will be able to do some things and some students won't. And you'll have to tweak those goals to fit the needs of all of those students. So here is the improved goal. And again, this would vary. You would have to change this for students. So I have by the end of the IEP year, when given a passage at her instructional reading level, Aubrey will be able to independently answer five multiple choice questions where answers can be found directly in the text after the passage has been read aloud in the small group. Do you see why those are overwhelming? That has so many more words, so many more, you know, if this, then that situations than a sight word goal or a decoding goal. And I think reading comprehension is obviously something that our kids struggle with and that they need to work on. But oftentimes we don't have good IEP goals because they're so hard to write. So with this, maybe you don't want it to be at her instructional level. Maybe you want it to be at her independent reading level, in which case you're going to need to know what that is. And I think that, um, you know, we have Lexile levels. We have, you know, maybe you take star reading or you're using Fontes and Pinnell or whatever you might be using. Every school is different. I think it is incredibly hard to target exactly what that reading comprehension level is for them independently. But it's necessary. We need to know that so that we can give them a passage that is appropriate for the goal. Then we need five multiple choice questions. And it tells us that they will be found directly in the text. So I am not asking Aubrey to draw conclusions. I'm not asking her to kind of take all of that information and come up with something on her own. No, it's right there, basic questions. And once again, that does not mean that we are working on drawing conclusions. We're not talking about that in our small group. That's not something that we're avoiding. Obviously, we can still be doing that. That's just not an area that Aubrey is ready to be assessed on at this moment. We're not going to see the progress that we would drawing conclusions if she can't even find things that are directly in the text. So the long and the short of all this is don't avoid those reading comprehension goals just because they're difficult. I know that they're brutal. I know that they can be hard, but our kids do need that. And when you have really good routines, like for that particular goal, that's just an example that I came up with, but I'm thinking of my routines. So with my routines in my classroom, we're reading out loud a text every day. It's at their instructional level. It's not too hard. It's not too easy. And we're asking some right there questions in our multiple choice section. So for me, it's easy to just pull these from our reading book, something that we're already doing. 
So don't avoid those reading comprehension goals just because they're terrible or just because they are intimidating. Just figure out your routine so that you can have some really, really good goals that come from that. Now, next week, we're going to be switching to math and we're going to talk about math fact goals. So I'll see you then. Well, my friend, that's a wrap. Thank you so much for listening to the Resource Room Podcast. I truly, truly love to help and support other special ed teachers. Because of that, I run a Facebook group just for us. Search the Resource Room and request to join. You can also check out my website, theprimarygal.com, for blog posts, pictures, and more information. Until next time, have a great week.